Hey everyone, the Do Sweet Podcast is now a part of the Project Nerd Podcast Network. And you can find our podcast and a bunch of other podcasts at project-nerd.com. Oh, hell yeah. And also a reminder, we are not experts in anything. We're just two dudes trying to be better dudes and talking a bunch of shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Today on the Hip Hop Corner, we will be reading Wu-Tang's Protect Your Neck. Crank that soldier boy. <laughs> We're not cranking that soldier boy. Hey everybody, welcome to Dude Sweet. You Dude Sweet! <laughs> yeah, I Hell cranked yeah. it a little bit. Hell yeah. I can't believe I just fucking said that. My throat feels a little fucked up, but I'm here to win. It's currently 3.16 p.m. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> No, that was not a sound bite. <laughs> that was but not. Mo- most of you probably wish it was. Somebody thought we got Stone Cold on the show. <laughs> no, no, no one thought we had Stone Cold no, on the show. We don't have that much money. <laughs> Never once. Apologies, friends. Sorry. But uh, hey, welcome back to Dude Sweet. Welcome back to Dude Sweet. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everybody. 2020. That's right. This is the Everyone year. make all your 2020 vision puns and wordplay. And I mean, I get it. It's inspirational. <laughs> it's fun. Like. Hey, guess what? So does everyone has 2020, apparently. Yeah. Even the bad people. Yeah. So you, how are you going to match today, 2020? Yeah. Yeah. Your enemies right. will be celebrating the new year. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is. Everyone is. Uh, and a big thing with New Year's is you reflect on the past year. You think about the things you want to change, the, the things you want to better going into the new year. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called the new year. It's new. Yeah. 2020 we've never seen this before no lots of shit's gonna go down it's yeah the, the, we're gonna have a new president <laughs> i honestly feel like lots of shit is about to go down it just feels like something is out there bernie sanders is gonna have a coup fuck a yeah military bernie. Coup. oh he's gonna roll in with you, machine guns i've been i've been talking about my call to arms for a while now and i was like if y'all want to get serious i'm yeah. down if bernie if Ber- don't don't yep. make me. If Bernie was like, don't. get the slammers, we're going. <laughs> if, he, if, if Bernie's like, yo, strap up. Mm. It's like, all right. <laughs> Everyone he, that straps up gets free health care. <laughs> if, if I see Bernie, I want all my vatos. Orale, <laughs> <laughs> Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen in 2020. 2020. We're predicting it now. <laughs> Although it would be sad if there was a civil war, because it's like we really don't need to get to this point. But there's a lot of stupid. It would be a weird civil war. The previous one, if we can talk about the civil war sure. on our mental health, podcast, sure. Uh, everybody had muskets, more or less. They had the, the and the, it was so it's just like take your gun and go fight. And so it was a bunch of teens in f- a field shooting at each other in slow motion. Yeah, it was a very slow war. Very. Now it would just be tons of people talking shit online. Yeah. And then the people that own guns actually killing other people. Mm-hmm. And then I would just rollerblade around because then it'd become the rollerblade dystopia like we've seen so many times. Yeah. Jet, what was it? Jet Set Radio, the game. Oh, yeah. Jet Set that. Radio Future. Yep. I'd be rollerblading around trying to get the news out to the people. Oh. Nah, I'd, I would just look cool. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, how are cool. <laughs> this episode should be about planning for the apocalypse. <laughs> no. Planning for we're gonna plan. <laughs> what what are you gonna do? I would die right away. I think I it depends if I would want to survive. Yeah. 
If it's like, I'd probably be better off dead. You own swords already. I mean, that's yeah. that's already a leg up. It's limitless. That's yep. It is limitless. Yep. Yeah, you don't I mean, have to reload no sword. Nope. <laughs> I got a lot. You don't know where I can hide them. <laughs> anyway. So our 2020 prediction is. <laughs> 2020 prediction. I'll be rollerblading around and you'll be sorting people. I will not be sorting anyone. Oh, but that's the point. Of, what's the point of having a blade if you don't wet it on the entrails <laughs> of your your foes? I'm not. <laughs> anyway. This is the Uplifting New Year. <laughs> Project-nerd.com. <laughs> That's who we roll with. That is who we roll with. We will all be in the Project-Nerd bunker when the apocalypse comes. That's right. Honing all of our nerd abilities. We'll be elves. Iggy. We'll be Pokemons. Iggy will still be uh, Instagramming food pics that he cooks. Yep. And you no know, one else gets that but the people who follow Iggy. But yeah. The Only know. the true Project-Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> the diehards. The diehards get it. The diehard nerds. The nerd heads get it. <laughs> the nerd heads. The, the P-nerd heads get it. <laughs> The project oh edge. I don't know. But, but yeah. So yeah, new year. Yep. Everyone reflects on the previous year. Yeah. And when you get to a new year, what are one of the things you kind of want to do to change the next year? Yep. Getting resolutions. You get, we make resolutions. And we make fun of people who make resolutions. Oftentimes we do. And I'm not going to lie to you Because they're silly. In the holiday seasons, yeah. I'm a pessimist. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, it is what it is. The reason I don't really mess with holidays, and if someone asks me what my favorite holiday is, I say Halloween, is because on Halloween... People are just having fun. Yeah. No one's trying to impress anyone. No one feels they have to go buy all these things and gift them and put on this fake thing. People are just having fun on yeah. Halloween. And the holidays really should just be with family. Like, you shouldn't need a holiday to, be with, to like, spend time with loved ones or anything. Family, yeah. friends, whatever. Just like, I don't think you need a New Year's resolution to change something about yourself. But yeah. if you're starting out and you need something to beginning to start holding yourself accountable and setting goals for yourself, oh, yeah. it's a perfect thing to do and as long as you stick with it. That's the big thing. That's why it's made fun of. Yeah. It's because it's people, they, they'll be like, I'm going to do all these things. And then one month later, they're like, meh. No, I'm, uh, I don't we, know if I want to. We all hit that plateau. Yeah. And it's really, it's, it's not only like motivation but something we'll get into later as well it also takes dedication and discipline yeah yeah you know what my favorite holiday is what may day <laughs> that's just because i'm quirky stop easter <laughs> no i like bunnies no i do though uh <laughs> all right here's so most predominantly what are the big resolutions uh lose weight lose weight Eat better. Eat better. Well, that's part of lo- is that part of losing weight or do sometimes? Yeah, you know, sometimes you already lost yeah, the weight. Lose weight. Eat better. Yep. Work out more. Yep. Maybe stop smoking. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big smoking. one. Yeah, because people sometimes need milestones for those really hard, deep, down things. And yo, I get it. Like having having a placement for something in order to keep track. Like yeah. I said, I was gonna stop smoking on New Year's, and it's February. Very easy to keep track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just like two months. It's very key. so yeah. And as my mom would say. Girls who smoke are girls who poke. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> sh- sh- shout out Nikki. See, I, I, I'm fine with that. She keeps her up because guess what? It's a woman saying. That's it. that's my, my <laughs> I almost <laughs> said nemesis. <laughs> she is not my the complete ne- opposite of your she, nemesis. We are nemesis. Yeah, okay. Uh so we got no smoking. Or stop smoking. Yeah. All the physical things. It could find be. Find love sometimes. Yeah, it could be find love. It's going to be the year. I see a lot of people out there with baby fever, and I'm just like, okay, yep. y'all do you. Yeah. I mean, that's not that's not me, but y'all do you. Or maybe it's like a 
you you want to change up your job. You want to yeah get a big. I'll raise. start look or I'll start looking or I'll do a big physical like a yeah. oh I'll I'll cut my hair and, and dye it or I'll get a piercing yeah. or I'll finally change get that life. tattoo or I'll get a new car. Yeah. For some people, it's just like by this time I can finally afford to move out. Yeah. It just anything. There's there's there are a plethora of things. And we're big believers in having goals. Yes. But I think the, the kind of the problem with New Year's resolutions is you're forcing it into a specific time. Or also, oftentimes, yeah. like with forcing it into a specific time frame, yeah. doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people will also do this with their birthday. Yeah. Like this year. Yeah, this I'm is gonna, the year. This is the year. This is it. Yeah. And it's like you should be making the goals and the plans when you're in your best headspace. Mm-hmm. Holidays is not a good headspace no. time for most people. And that's why, like, I'll t- so currently in my situation, I move back in with my parents. Yeah. So I'm until I make my voyage out to a different state. Getting primed. I'm so used to being alone, having alone time when I want it, having alone time when I need it. Yeah. Just, just being alone, doing my own thing, not having to listen to things. And then moving back with my parents, whom I love my family very dearly. Yeah. As you guys have listened to the past episode with my uh, sister, Candice Marie. Yeah. But living with them. It's too much. difficult. Especially because I've established myself on my own. Yeah. And now I'm coming back into this. But it's also the stress of the holidays and all these things. So instead of blowing up and just losing my mind and just letting out these these like frustrations, because... We deal with frustrating stuff, especially through the holidays. It doesn't oh, yeah. go away. It amplifies up. A new year doesn't mean everything gets wiped away. It continues, but it's just how you deal with it. Yeah. So make sure that you are in a calm state of mind before yeah. making any decisions. Oh, yes, yeah. so you can be passionate and make a New Year's resolution, but think about it when you're calm and neutral. Is that something you really want to do? Is it something you can do? Yeah. So what I'm thinking about right now is th- all the times I've made like a big decision in my life. Like what was I? What was going on? Yeah, I definitely started stand up just to impress a girl. Uh huh. I definitely started being in bands to impress a girl. Mm-hmm. I definitely. I think a lot of mine. Oh, I moved to Atlanta for two years. That was because of a girl. It's funny. There's so many people I, I hear who, for certain reasons similar to that, yeah. have fallen into something that they that they've done and they yeah. like. While me, there's only few who are just like I perform because I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's you're it's, the pure it, artist. Well, no, nah, I wouldn't even say necessarily pure artist because sometimes people are just drawn to <clears throat> their passion for a different thing. Yeah, but it's just funny to see how different things are because people oftentimes will seek something that they really enjoy to impress someone else, but it could have been anything else. Yeah, like you didn't have to do bands, you didn't have to do comedy, but it yeah. just so happened to be that. I could have been rollerblading around in the post-apocalypse See? to See? impress a girl. Someone could have caught you on skates, and they were like, I'm gonna, I don't know what it is about him, but <laughs> I like the way he skates. Uh, that definitely made me think about, like, why have all my choices involved <laughs> like that, the majority of my choices? And then it's like, none of those things ever worked out. The women? Both. The oh, women yeah. didn't, and the, well, I guess the other stuff was fine. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, it was fun. It dep- But see, the thing is, when you started, you ultimately started for women. Yeah. And then everything else like came out of it. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just a horny <laughs> rack on tour. <laughs> Maybe I would be healthier as a person mentally if I did more things for the opposite sex. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like a- if I actually wanted to impress them. That just says, I think that just says a lot about me that I'm not doing it because I'm like, I love this. This is my passion. I'm like, meh. Meh. <laughs> meh. Meh. 
That was, I think, that's why I like comedy because I was really good at it without ever trying. And it's like, man, if I would have tried, you fucking jokers would have been. <laughs> oh man, it would have been. Yeah. Imagine me motivated. Well, that's how I feel. This is probably the only time I'm really gonna talk my shit. But that's how I feel now. Like I've told you this. Yeah. If I can do what I do in a ring now. Yeah. Doing the bare minimum just to be on shows because hey, guess what? Life sucks sometimes, and you have to make choices. Doing the bare minimum, be on shows, and try and be in good shape. And if I can yeah. be like that, imagine what I will be like now if I can focus on this shit 100%. Yep. That's what Florida's going to be. And that's... <laughs> y'all ain't even ready for that You're shit. not ready, Florida. No, I'm serious. Y'all are not... <laughs> okay, I'm done. He's hitting the so beach. I don't want to jinx anything because yeah. I really don't talk about it until it's like done. Yeah. Yep. But I believe in myself. Y'all ain't ready. Yeah. Y- y'all are not ready. <laughs> Please stop, white. So, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers... Y'all are tripping. Stop. Uh, so I think the big component, because we talked about me not being motivated, and that's been a, like the biggest. And it, I feel like I'm not the only person that's like an unmotivated dickhead. No, I think there's other people. One hundred percent. I have times where I'm still not motivated, and I'm like, you lazy piece of shit. And I think it ties into New Year's resolutions because it's very easy to be like, you know what, this is the year. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna grow four feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to be super tall. I'm going to be 10 feet tall. Yeah. Uh, but you can make that, but then it's the component to actually sticking through and doing it is discipline. Mm-hmm. And that's, I've never had discipline. Discipline, discipline comes through dedication. Yep. And dedication comes from your actual willingness to do it. Yep. Say for instance, getting in shape. If you want to get in shape to impress girls, you'll probably work out for a few months. Yeah. You know, depending on where you're at, depending on where you're at. Yep. But at I can some, attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point, at some point, if you continue to work out, you stop doing it for girls because at one point you're like, this is not worth it. Yeah. This is not worth it. Most of the people I have talked to who have initially started to do something like physically to get in shape to impress yeah. girls are like, it's not fucking worth it. Yeah. They're like, it's not. You continue to do it because you're like, oh, I've noticed it's made me disciplined in my life. It's made me become a lot more regimented in areas i need to be it's yep. made me focus more it's helped my mood better yeah. all this other all these other things and that's and the like, stuff that girls care about so you having a good personality they don't care about i'm i can attest to that they don't give a shit about abs that is true <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've had multiple girlfriends with abs that did not care what i looked like they don't bless their hearts they, yeah bless them thank you bless them it's personality which makes me think that my personality I mean, I think it's good. But That's I all I have anymore. Yeah. I'm just the razzle-dazzle kid. <laughs> the but, razzle-dazzle uh, kid. <laughs> old Charisma. Des- old, old desperate old razzle, eyes. Old desperate eyes, <laughs> razzle-dazzle Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My name's Ian Douglas Terry, the razzle-dazzle kid. <laughs> and my name is Brian Keith Nelson, a.k.a. Mr. <laughs> Entertainment Xander Creed, a.k.a. Black Second Thunder. Listen, there's no rules for podcasts. We no. can announce ourselves. We do what we want. And by this point, if you're, listening, <laughs> if you're listening, you already know. You already know. You already you know. know what this is. I would say my New Year's resolution is to get better at remembering, but this is honestly one of the first podcasts in a while where we haven't introduced ourselves first. That's so. true. That's true. I, my memory's fucking shot. I can't remember shit anymore. Well, and I, I, yeah. Is it? <laughs> oh, I just blanked out. I just blanked out. I legit just watched him lose his in real time <laughs> we just saw me forget what i was okay you guys all experienced this we've all experienced it but we're talking you guys have heard my stoner rambling where i forget what i'm talking about so i can't judge you i'm not disciplined right now <laughs> i'm not disciplined and so where like i was thinking about it earlier like where did that come from and i think twofold one my parents were too cool to me way yeah. too cool yeah 
they just let me do whatever the fuck I wanted. My sister, they were very strict with. Mm. She was the first, the yep. firstborn. I can attest to that. She was the perfect child. <laughs> sports. Yeah. Perfect grades. Yeah. Went to college. Met a husband. Has the kids. Just from that, she had the discipline. Yeah. Me, they were just like, oh, you want to pierce your eyebrow and dye your hair pink? Fuck it, go, go for, for it, it, dude. Go for it. You want to move into, like, graduate early, move into a house with a bunch of creepy older dudes? <laughs> Do it. Go for it. Shout out Thad Tepley. <laughs> 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 but, uh, and, but it's interesting because if we use my sister and I mm-hmm. are completely different people. Yes. She got the discipline. She had all of that. She kind of branched off into, now she has a lot of neurosis. Like, she's very neurotic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because when you're very disciplined, it's like creates just a lot of like anxiety and other yeah. things. And my anxiety is from that I'm not doing enough, that I'm not doing the things I mm-hmm. need to do. So it's a very mm-hmm. similar path or similar mindset, but different paths. But different paths. Type different thing. understandings of a, of a similar you know, yeah. happening. And also, here's something I read somewhere. Again, bad memory. Maybe I've dreamt it. <laughs> that's been happening a lot recently where I've been like, hey, this movie exists, and uh, no, it doesn't. And I look, like, and it does not. Oh. I dreamt a Nicolas Cage movie. Ooh. It happens. Yes. But uh, did they have, oh, God, what were the gifted, pro- the gifted program when you were in school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but what what was the gifted program for you? So the gifted program was for the kids that were smart, that they deemed Oh, smarter than the other kids. No. Okay. They didn't have that. They didn't have that. They was it the other way? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I feel like I should have been. <laughs> the other way? Yeah. Why you say that? So the our gifted program was like the accelerated kids. that They're like, oh, you're way too smart and creative to be in regular classes, which is kind of a fucked up. And we would leave. No, it makes sense because as someone who was like that and was stuck in regular classes yeah. and they'd constantly be like, your son just doesn't want to sit and listen. It's yeah. like, no, it's not that I don't want to sit and listen. Yeah. Your class is fucking boring. Yep. And I don't listen by you speaking to me. But so they did a thing where most of the time we were in re- the regular classes, but I think it was once a week or twice a week. Mm-hmm. They would we would go to a completely different building. What was it called? Excel. That was our gifted program. And you would just do like very weird creative projects and all this like Ooh. really interesting shit. Yeah. And it's like, shouldn't I think feel like everyone should be getting that, the cool stuff, mm-hmm. like in addition to the very boring stuff. But instead they picked certain kids. We were like the gifted kids. And there was like a weird divide because then you come back to like the regular classes and there's yeah. like, yeah, like a weird, like, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're hanging out with the other gifted kids more. Mm-hmm. But supposedly what that caused is a lot of people and i the second i read it, i was like fuck so there's people in their 30s now that were in the gifted program and anything new that they encountered if they weren't instantly good at it they didn't they just moved on yeah if it, it freaks them out because yeah. it's just like they're used to being able to succeed yep. on the first try and yeah. guys nobody does that but that's nobody but that's the expectation that's how, that when you are raised with that too that's how whole my, my whole life has been that yeah cuz like Anything that I would try, if I wasn't good at it right away, I'd be like, "No, oh, this is stupid." Yeah. Where it's, I didn't have the discipline to be like, force yourself to well, sit down, force yourself to. Let do me it. speak on a personal, um, a personal view of discipline because, just like I think, with anything, there can be too much of it. There yeah. can be oh, too yeah. much discipline. Yeah, it's a movie much, about the drumming kid where the, the yeah. guy yells at him the whole time. Too much discipline yeah. to me means you are not like you also block out the ability to let what happens happen yeah so if you're too disciplined you're too regimented yeah you can't take any 
any kind of bend in that. You yeah. can't take any kind of, you know, obstacle in that because then that throws you off. Yeah. And then it just makes you lose it. Yeah. And it's just like when you're like that, you're used to picking up something and instantly being good at it. Yeah. I was like that for a long time. And anything that I wasn't good at, I was like, eh, if I can like if I can still do it, if I'm good enough when I need to be, then I can just kind of be lazy through yeah. it and do whatever else. And that made me lose interest in a lot of things. Yeah. And then it was just like, well, do I actually like this? Because why am I wasting my time on something where I'm like, eh, I don't really like doing this anymore. And that's when it was like, well, let me see what I like. Let me figure out what I like if I want to actually spend time doing it. Yeah. And that that's the biggest thing. If you actually ask yourself, do you want to actually lose weight? And if you do, how yeah. much? Do you yeah. want to lose weight for health, like, uh, for health reasons? Then losing weight for the health reasons is much easier than trying to lose weight to get that six-pack to impress someone. Yeah. It's much better than to try to become this bodybuilder to lift all this stuff. If you want to get in shape for simple health reasons, yo, it's a breeze. Yeah. All it takes is a little bit of dedication. You yeah. don't need yep. the over-dedication to become a bodybuilder. Well, it's you all also, in moderation. You also can't it. instantly go into that mass. Like, you can't go from not working out to, like, bodybuilder working out yeah you can't you like to, it's a you gradual do, you can go you can try it and as <laughs> somebody somebody up. who has done that i have fucked myself up not yeah. only physically but also with my diet i yeah. legit overnight stopped eating everything throughout stuff and started eating healthy the next day and i felt great yeah but the way my body adjusted it did not appreciate that i've just been so gifted my whole life that it's been a curse because <laughs> when i think about it like the thing with like music yeah i didn't i never really learned how to play any of the instruments i could just kind of play them yeah didn't put any discipline into getting really good at them which i had friends that did mm -hmm. which be like i can do enough to get by that's all i need yeah and with comedy it's like oh should i sit and write i never wrote a single fucking thing down besides making like set lists for shows like yeah. of like the that didn't really take time to memorize shit would just be loosey-goosey with everything and i mm -hmm. could get by on that so i was like why would i try why yeah and that's when you got to have that discipline, the rage of discipline. Well, my discipline came from having this artistic, creative, my parents being like, hey, as long as you take care of your shit, yeah. you can do, like, you can pursue this and take care of it. We're also having the family that I grew up with and everything where it's just like, no, you work for what you want. God. You're going to earn for what, like, you earn what you want. And if you're not good at something, you better keep trying till you get better at it. I would be a lawyer right now if my dad would have just slapped me once. <laughs> I would be son I'd be if he just wants wait, shut the fuck up. No, no, me. because no, because I was disciplined as a kid and yeah. I still grew up to just be like, I'm gonna do what I want. And also that's just me, no one else. No one else's just parents you, should ever just hit you them. specifically. Just me specifically. Because <laughs> my parents were too cool. Do you so really I think that would have helped you? Because I, I they're never all I think that's why when I said earlier I did this thing because of a girl. I did this that was the only motivation. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like, oh, I know how that work hard work. You get to do cool things. I was like, I don't know that. But would you being on that discipline, I know this is getting a little off, but yeah. you getting on that discipline specific regimen, like getting at least getting more pushed into that. Do you think that would have done you some better? I think so. And I think my parents did kind of try like they had me play different sports. Yeah. Like football and stuff. Well, see, but your parents, I think, especially with being teachers, understanding yeah. that kids do learn differently. And me. I was always at my best academically when yeah. I was really focused on what I liked to do. Yeah. So like when I was focused on theater and all that stuff, my grades are great. Yeah. My grades are fine. When I was focusing on football in Little League, grades are great. Yeah. Things were good. And then when I stopped focusing on that stuff because of other shit, my grades went down. Yeah. Because I just didn't care. Oh, my gosh. I think it, maybe if they would have been the other way too strict, I would have been like, 
a juggalo or like because <laughs> that's the probability no you're you are the kind of person who you would have rebelled hard yeah hard a, yeah <laughs> i'd be super republican you thought you were a dick in your 20s oh my god it would have been worse i would have been do you remember family ties or with no, michael j know. fox yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, should yeah. have been me, just super Republican kid with super chill liberal parents. I mean, yeah. Where I'm it just should like, have been. I mean, fuck you guys. But see, there's always something too where people just can notice it. But anyway, yeah. getting back, we're just talking topic. about discipline. Yeah, discipline. And this is our struggles with discipline. My struggle with discipline is just like, for instance, when I get stressed. Yeah. I'm glad I have the discipline because before when I would get stressed, it would just be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. It's not the best but it's better than it has been especially given like stressful circumstances one of my biggest habits is to like overeat yeah when i'm stressed like oh because stressed or bored because it feels good yeah it's another one of those instant gratifications as i have said before i'm an instant gratification whore yeah i really am but that's honesty because it just feels good especially when you're stressed you need something in that moment and i think part of being an adult becoming an adult becoming like a self-actualized person is you start to recognize these there's things Mm -hmm. that are instant gratification that feel good Mm -hmm. but then have like net negative yeah like eating a bunch of like i'll fucking eat like a whole pizza yeah and at the time i'm doing i'm like this is the greatest thing in the world yeah a couple hours later i'm like i feel like dog shit that's what helps me avoid (laughs) cheese yep because i'm just like i know that instant is great but afterwards it's just like like that the that's the consequences yep. of your actions or that's like the effects of your choices yeah or like if your thing is drugs and alcohol it's like at the moment hell yeah it feels yeah. good man if i even like have a little champagne the next day the hangover it's like so yeah. like or it's just like oh yeah yeah your body hates this yeah well like i told you i can't wait to stop smoking yeah not that i dislike smoking yeah. i just want to take a break from it yeah. like i did before yeah. but just right now to like help yeah i need it Yep. I need it, but yep. I'm aware of it. We all have our things. You know, I'm aware of it. If having lots of promiscuous sex is your quick fix to feel good, that gets messy. It we does. We all know it gets as somebody messy. Who's, as somebody who went through that, be careful because yeah. it, especially when it tangles with depression, it yep. can be that addiction to feel a void. And then yep. you're like, why did I do this? So, yep. And then you can mess up somebody from, else's life. Stop <laughs> yourself from downloading the apps that you keep telling yourself you're going to stay away from. Yep. If it's that one of those. Yeah. S- Stop. stop getting fast food yeah. is the fix. Yeah, stop getting fast food. is, f- And really, all of this, at least from my perspective, has boiled down to yourself. Yeah. You, as an individual, deserve to feel good about yourself however you want. Yes. Yourself. If you want to be a little pudgy, fine. Yeah. Just be healthy so that way if you want to live a longer life, you can prolong your life. Yeah. You don't have to be slim. You don't have to do anything. Just be healthy. That's it. Really, just be healthy. Have whatever you want. Yeah. If you want to pursue something where you physically, you know, have to be regimented, where you have to do that, great. But whatever you are doing, make sure it is because you want to feel happier for you. And yeah. You want to feel better for you. Nothing and no one will motivate you than you will for yourself. Yeah. Because, again, like we have said, a happier you is a better you, <laughs> not only for yourself. But if you care for those around you, and if you don't care, yo, it's just a better you. Yeah. <laughs> like, just take that. It's I mean, a better you. It took me 38 years to figure out that, like, oh, you do these. The reason these healthy and good things exist is they make you feel good. They do. They make they you do. feel good and make you feel better. It's not 
like a performative thing, which here's another big thing about. So social media is bad. It can be. Overall, the companies that own all of them are bad. Oh, well, I mean, if you're getting into the yeah. business of it. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but so if you're say getting that. into the interaction of it, yeah. it's different. Companies that own them are bad. The way they're structured are akin to like gambling. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, this, it's just all very tied into that. Mm-hmm. That's bad. But it's also a way to connect with family and friends that you don't see very often. So it's this yeah. double-sided yeah, it's, thing. It's a balance of everything. And uh, definitely I had friends, because I used to like vent on social media. I used to also like announce things before they were like even ready. Strong. Yeah, <laughs> but I get it. But yeah. I get it. I get but it. But you. mentally, for me, that was the way it to helps you because no, because that's your goalpost, and that's it's out in the world. So this is another dual-edged thing: is you'll see people make like the proclamations about mm-hmm. what they're gonna do, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, it doesn't. No. And that's why I stay quiet. Yeah, honestly, I don't want to tell anybody I was moving to Florida, but I yeah. felt like if I did that, yeah, enough people care about me where they're like, oh, thanks, asshole. And yeah. I'm like, well, fuck. Now I have to tell people. Yeah. And it's it's an interesting thing because it can help you and keep you motivated. Yeah. Like I have friends that take lots of pictures of themselves in the gymnasium. Yeah. <laughs> He's the, the full gymnasium. name. They go to the gymnasium. <laughs> Samuel Six Guns is down at the gymnasium. Yeah. And hey. And do it. It is a good thing because it's a motivational thing, and also yeah. they're horny as hell. Those yeah. are. <laughs> but, they're horny as hell. but like for me, it's like I'm not gonna do that. Mm-mm. This is for me. I'm not doing it to look good on Instagram. I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it just to feel better and like also take advantage of the massage chairs. I'm one of the most <laughs> like contradictive entertainers. Yeah. Because I know full well I should be putting more into like my socials. Yeah. To raise like more awareness for my brand and I should be marketing my brand. Yeah. And I should fully be creating my brand to market across social media. But I'm not on that level. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff is for me. Like, yeah, I want to make a living as an entertainer, but I act because I love to act. I wrestle because I love to wrestle. Like, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to continue doing it, whether people <laughs> watch me or not. Yeah. So but it's like I, I have to remind myself that I'm like, even though I'm doing it for my enjoyment, I still have to treat it where it's like, oh, I have to yeah. kind of put it out there. But at and the it, end of it, if I don't want to, it's just like, no, this is for me. And I think it's also a thing with if, if you're ever on Twitter, Instagram, anything. And you're getting angry, and it's pissing you off or get bumming off. you out. You need to instantly get, get off. Get off. But get off. That was I was on Twitter. People were talking I've about Star it. Wars, and I'm like, oh, I've I'm done just it. gonna get pissed. We've all done it. And Everyone's part of us, part of us wants that. Yeah. Part of us really, I don't know if it's necessarily craves like hostility. Yeah. But there's something about being argumentative with your opinion, especially now, especially now. It's, it's like listen to my opinion. Yeah. There's you know. too many opinions. But exactly. <laughs> There's too many. There's too many. There's too many. And people are used to having these debates with people within their inner circles. Yeah. Like, at most, you're meeting a friend of a friend of a friend yeah. who is just like, oh, you're kind of a dickhead. Yeah. But you can be respectful with conversation, so I can have a conversation even though I disagree with you. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, there's thousands of those. You have no idea who they are. And, and so, it's from all across And the I think country. that's what makes it weird to me, because there are apps and stuff that are just for keeping track of like steps, keeping track of your weight, keeping track of all that, that then you can share that info mm-hmm. and see your progress. Yeah. I think that's way more healthy than using 
Instagram or anything for like sure. that. Oh, for Just sure. because if you're using this, like, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good, and then you yeah. also get on it and things piss you off, it's yeah. like... Yo, just like when Pokemon Go came out, <laughs> so many people were the bashing Pokemon Go. The legendary summer of Pokemon you Go. You just told these fucking kids to go outside. Yep. And now they're outside. Yep. Oh, but they're outside on their phones. Yep. They're still outside. Oh, my god. They're still fucking... Relax. Like <laughs> That was a golden time in history that'll never happen again. You're like right. Pokemon Go was the shit. <laughs> Pokemon Go was the last you known united human presence felt. Oh my gosh. Until the end of man. But if social media helps you maintain the, the discipline, like if the thought of I've put this out in the world, people I know yeah. and love and trust have seen this, so yeah. now I have to stick to it. If that helps you. If that's your way of holding yourself yeah. accountable, yeah. yes. But do not mix accountability with, with reliance of self-worth. Yeah, because like don't don't take it's, like the likes. Yeah, I, I used to love oh those likes, but now I'm like I'm only gonna post like one picture a month. I make tops. myself I make myself not look at who looks at my stories, I which I'm really good that. at. I and I make myself that. I'm getting, I have ups and downs, but I'm pretty good at yeah. making like not looking at who likes my shit. Yeah, because it's just like I just just let it just let it be. I'm posting it out there. It's never like it, it's like never it. a good emotion. It's never like yay. No. A couple times if it's somebody who I haven't talked to in a while, I'm like oh they're still around. Yeah, but it's usually like. You fucking uh, dick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay to have these these yeah. modern external things as like goalposts and, and as th- kind of like and I think mile markers, but don't let that don't let be like oh I only got fifty two likes on this picture. Don't let that be like you're doing a yeah. bad job. Oh, guess what? Sometimes the algorithms are just fucked up, and no one's gonna see your post until three days later. Dude, I literally I was like, man, my, like my pictures now barely get any likes. It's because I'm not doing big things, and all these people that were only like me for blah blah blah. I looked at like. Because there was a point in time where I was a very cool person. You're a pretty popular like, yeah. social person. Yeah, I peaked. It was tight. <laughs> but then I went to like before that, and it was like, yeah, like five likes on a Facebook profile picture. And it's like, oh, yeah, none of this matters. Yeah, none, none of, of this matters. reflects anything. None of it's re- yeah, it's already – because a lot of times, like even when I'm going through Instagram, I'm not liking stuff based off of, oh, I just like it. I'm going through stuff like, oh, I like it. Oh, hey, I saw a friend's thing. Let me just throw a like in there. Just yeah. for that. You know, a lot of times it's just that. Yeah. I'm not paying attention to the likes I get. Yeah. You know, it's okay. I still do. I need to. I think that's a that's also a big, this is like the modern day resolution that I've seen is spend less time on your phone. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. There was a, I listened to a podcast with fucking Sami Zayn and I think Daniel Bryan uh-huh. talking about a book, which I'm, I want to read now about eliminating social media and spending less time on your phone because it is bad it is it is bad i find myself trying to mess around with my phone when i'm driving and i'm like what are you doing yeah yeah just weird random times it's like what the fuck am i doing because our minds have become so busy yeah that you're like i need to know what's happening yeah i need to know everything and it's an addiction thing but it really is it plays into something that it everybody has everybody has something i don't i don't care if your something is half burnt pecans i don't care if that's your something everyone has something yeah that's why like when i meet someone and they barely use social media i'm just like what and i think because i spent so much time in especially comedy like well you spent time in relationships with people who also had social media (laughs) but for the same reason you were using social media was for like promotional stuff yeah and that well that that's the thing that they that it's if you're doing comedy if you're a musician if you're this you have to have why these. is your watch going crazy you have to have these to promote oh it's trying to detect my heartbeat oh <laughs> you're <laughs> but, not uh, you're not alive i'm Life not alive. alive but uh 
that's this idea that you have to have social media you have to be on twitter making all the you have to have all this to be successful and it's such a fucking lie it's like it's a lie because it's like what if any like i don't know anyone that's gotten anything like crazy huge just off really it involved yeah them doing so many other and it requires hard work yeah that's why let me Uh oh (laughs) let me get my theater kid out real quick No, but that's one of the things where it's just like when people started going viral and people started doing vines and all this stuff. Cool. You went viral. You get attention. You get to meet these people. What do you have next? Yeah. What do you have next? Like me, I don't want to go viral because I want to be noticed for my work. Because if you notice me for my work, you notice you're not noticing. Oh, he has like a few good 15 minute vine. You're like he can put on a two hour play without missing any lines while keeping everyone captivated and while continuing the story there's and i think longevity and work a lot of people don't even think about the process the process is like they're like the lonely island guys just made a few internet videos and then got on saturday Night Live. no we'll see there's a process and people think that's a new thing but it's not if you would go back and read people in magazines for years have just been saying oh it must be cool to be a celebrity and all this and that and they don't realize the process all you see is the is is what comes out of it all you see is the payoff you don't see the process for that you don't see the work you don't even see the day before the payoff all you I, see is the payoff i watched an interview recently i'm not even going to name the people one's a <laughs> comedian that i do not like but i like i don't know yeah and I'm not, it's not joe rogan <laughs> i think instantly people are like yeah. no it's yeah, a different dude i, th- I kind of like him whatever but then he was interviewing a fucking uh God damn it. We just talked about it. TikTok. A guy oh. that's huge on TikTok. Yeah. But it was a dude who was like a YouTube celebrity and like a Instagram. Yeah. So he had those and th- their discussion. They're both just shitheads and the stuff they make is so douchey, but it's very popular. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is kind of interesting. Like, what do they do? And they were talking about like all the moves and it's like how TikTok is perfect because it's the way it's set up is it's all it's audio but video mm-hmm. where instagram is just the pictures and there can be audio but most of the time people have it muted yeah so you have to think about that yeah and then it's like twitter's like this and like each one has its own thing and it's like gamifying that and figuring it out and it was very interesting where i'm like man that's yeah they're very smart motivated douchebags yeah and that's what it takes well, you gotta have the discipline you can always you can always use a system to your advantage but also think about this to the way you're using the system to your advantage, they are also using you. Yeah. YouTube is free with ads because they don't make money from people just paying for YouTube Red. Yeah. They make money for someone signing up for an account. Yeah. They make money for somebody watching a video. They make money when you click YouTube. They make money when you open the YouTube app. Yep. That's exactly what it, it's all streaming and trafficking. Yeah. It's like base. It's basically like when you drive down the road, every light you pass, every stop sign you pass, every mile marker you pass, anything you pass pays like. 50 cents to the city. Yeah. It's just that for internet. And it's also an interesting part of that thing they were talking about is he was like, I didn't understand TikTok. I didn't know what it was meant to be. Yeah. And he just took his old YouTube and would do clips on TikTok. Yeah. And they got a whole new fan base. Yeah. Who'd never seen any of his shit and just thought he was making super well produced TikToks. And that's, oh. Well, see, and you can use it to advantage. But like with Vine, there's people who came out of Vine successfully. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of people who saw those people and were like, they just made videos. It's like, no. No, 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 no. They were doing They made videos. Yeah. 
to get attention to the other stuff yeah. that they were doing. So if your New Year's resolution is to be a TikTok <laughs> do star. TikTok. <laughs> there, there was also funny stuff where all these kids blow up on TikTok and then they're like, now what? And it's like, yeah. you got to do a lot of stuff. Yeah, you have it's to do a lot. It's not just being silly yeah. and goofy and fun. Yeah. Shout out TikTok. <laughs> but that's but that that just really goes back to it. You discipline. Can, we can even yeah, it's all discipline. Yeah. Sure, Vine can be like a New Year's resolution. Yeah, you do Vine for four months. Yeah, you get three hundred followers. You're yeah. getting like a hundred thousand views, but nothing really comes out of it. So you get discouraged and you stop. Yeah. When it comes to physical physical well being, the longer it takes you to lose that weight, the harder it is to lose that weight. The longer it's going to stay off. Yep. The the longer it takes for you to improve, like as long as you're actually working and doing, giving your body rest. As well as proper form yeah. and all the right things, eating right, taking care of your your physical well-being, great. Mental well-being is going to take longer, but it's definitely worth it from the first day you start. Yeah. Just acknowledging think, things. You I think a lot of us too. have to divorce ourselves from the idea that like all these artists are just like whatever you kind of see that yeah. little glimpse of. Like, yeah. Like, oh, no, they just like hang out all day and then they like shoot one video. And people are putting famous. on a character. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would tell people all the time. If I was Xander Creed all the time, I'd constantly get in fights. Yep. Because I talk more shit than I do in real life. Like, in real life, yeah. I talk shit to you if I like you. If Xander, I'm going to talk shit to you even if I don't know you. And if I was the razzle-dazzle kid 24-7, <laughs> it'd be exhausting. Everyone I don't know. Would, everyone would be naked all the time. I don't know. I've seen some of your... <laughs> <laughs> you might be the razzle-dazzle no kid. No one's seen my TikTok account yet. I'm about, uh, to, un- I'm about to launch that. Uh-oh. So, I got an article. Okay. And this is so now we're going to try to figure out, OK, like I have no discipline. Mm-hmm. All my discipline is based on romantic relationships. I feel oh. like I feel like the, and, and a lot of like as I got older, like wanting to make my parents proud. That was always kind of a thing. Yeah. Because like my sister did all the good shit. And I was like, I'm, I'm a fuck up. Like I'm constantly asking for money and shit. And yeah. it's like, so what can I do? That's like to motivate myself. And uh-huh. so th- those are like the two biggest ones. And then recently, just like I'm almost 40. I want to feel good. I want to yeah. feel healthy. I don't want to have weird pains. I don't want to be like tired walking up the stairs. and mm-hmm. shit. So if you have a problem like that, a problem getting disciplined and learning that we're going to read this stuff. If you already have discipline, you already shut it off. You already shut the podcast off because you're like, I'm so disciplined. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go mow the yard. I'm going to go do some good things. Even if you get a discipline, never be too open-minded to just learn more. Because when you (coughs) learn more, you can probably adjust things that work better for you. Hell yeah. And if not, at least you learn different ways. So this is a very silly article. It's from uh, Medium, written by Max Weigand. I like that I called it silly. I have to be dismissive to everything. But look at this piece of shit. Look at this this goofy ass. But here we go. Six powerful ways. Powerful! To build unbreakable self-discipline. I don't, I think we can just say six ways to build self-discipline. We, yes. don't, need, we don't need the buzzwords. Yes. All right, so I'm going to read a bunch of stuff, and you're going to listen, and you're going to think of Mr. Entertainment Nude. All right. Nope. <laughs> We're not doing that. I'm still paying attention. <laughs> if you look at your life right now, what is the reason you are not as successful, happy, or healthy as you could be at this point in your life? I think that's a great thing. What was that again? I'm sorry. (laughs) If you look at your life right now, what is the reason you are not as successful, happy, or healthy as you could be at this point in your life? Oh, yeah. That's when you come up with the excuses. The excuse is like, well, because these people are getting the opportunities or because this, my boss is a dick or Mm -hmm. because of this. Apart from many excuses, there's probably just one simple reason. Lack of self-discipline. 
You simply don't do what you need to do to enjoy the levels levels of success you want. That's you're not putting in the work. Yeah, you're not to gonna enjoy see the, the things. You gotta, if you want, yo, if you want uh, to get that money, if you want to get that yeah. house, you got to work for that. Yeah, you don't. No one's gonna give it to you. And then work isn't just doing like a little bit. Work is losing sleep over it. Yep. If you think about it, what does it really take for you to be successful in all areas of your life? Chances are it's no secret. Everybody knows what it takes to get in shape, but how many people are? Everyone knows what to do to perform better at their job, but how many people are willing to do it? Everyone knows which foods to avoid and which ones to eat, but most people keep eating those chocolate chip muffins. Mm-hmm. That's very specific, the muffins. In short, in short, all the knowledge in the world is worth nothing if you don't possess the self-discipline to use that knowledge. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You can know these things. And there'll be that where you're like, oh, I know this is bad for me. Like, I shouldn't eat McDonald's. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't teach it how to drink. And it, there's uh, always, see, f- I have friends like that. that are like, oh, I eat fast food again. I'm being bad. And it's like, you know that You bad. know you shouldn't. Like, what just you do it. Like me. Just do it or don't. I'm hungry. Yeah. I really want to go get fast food because yeah. I don't want to spend money on anything at the store. Yeah. And it's just like, I have but to make the decision to so just go discipline. to the store. Yeah. Albert Hubbard. <laughs> Sounds like a made-up name. Albert. Sounds like L. Ron Hubbard. Albert Hubbard. Albert Hubbard defines self-discipline as the ability to do what you have to do when you have to do it, whether you feel like it or not. Yep. Boom. Yep. It's the one skill that is necessary above anything else to succeed in any endeavor. It's true. You have to. Yeah. And it's consistency. Self-discipline. Yeah. Now I'm just kind of scanning through. Well, and just on that note, too, people, because I, I'll, a lot of the times when I think of something to say, I, I will argue both sides. So to that, um, doing something when you don't want to, someone can also say, well, there's only so many hours in the day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. True. There are so many hours in the day. That's why also time management is, in, is important. Oh, yeah. And also, one of the biggest things that none of us give credit for how much it affects our lives is stress. Yep. No one if no one realizes how much how tired stress makes you. Yep. How much it messes with your mood? Yep. How much it messes with you physically? Yeah. Like your body can start to be sick from overstressing. Oh yeah. So, we're not saying, "Oh, like you're grinding down at this job doing what you have to do." Sometimes you have to do what you have to do at a job you hate and yep. you know, we we I get it. Absolutely. We understand. Yeah. But if you're doing that, like also things in your control. If you have a job that you hate, that you absolutely hate, and there's no, like, you would only benefit from leaving it? Yep. Why are you still there? Yeah. Why it's are like you a still there? bad relationship. Yeah. Why are you instead still of, in that relationship? Instead of waking up every day mm-hmm. at 8 a.m. to be at this job that you hate, why not wake up every day yeah. at 8 a.m. to go to a job you don't mind? Oh, that's going to, that's actually in this next part. Hey. Look at that. He hasn't even read the article, but he's already predicting it. Bam. Uh, so here we go. Here are six powerful ways to build unbreakable. So I think they have to add those words so people read unbreakable. it. Unbreakable. But we're going to build self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And so and they break it down into quotes for each one, which is great. All right. Number one, if it's to be, it's up to me. That's a quote from William Johnson. No matter what your goals are in life, there's one great law that you need to obey in order to be successful. No one else is going to climb that ladder of success for you. No one else is responsible for your health, wealth, happiness, or success. Mm-hmm. From the day you leave your parents' house and start making your own choices, you are responsible for your life and the choices you make. Realistically, you're responsible before that. Yeah. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. Only you can choose how you spend your time. 
mm-hmm. and the decisions you make on a consistent basis will make or break your life. Yeah. Like here's exactly what you were just talking about. If you want a better life, you need to make better decisions. Mm-hmm. You can blame other people for your lack of results or happiness all lifelong, but that doesn't change anything. Only you <laughs> can change your life by changing the choices you make. Take responsible for everything in your life, even if you can't directly influence it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not in your direct control, you can always choose how you respond. And so that's like if you're in a situation yeah. that's like, this is negative for me. This is a negative. Mm-hmm get out yeah if it's a negative a friendship that's like a draining thing get, get out, out. Of it. if you hate your job so much that it like negatively affects you change get out. jobs get out there's other jobs there's change other friends jobs. yeah there's other lovers there are there are there are m- so many other options out there and everyone's yeah. meant to believe that you have to stick and hold on to something yeah we can even put this into like say working out yeah you want to work out everyone thinks you have to lift weights yeah. you don't no. You can go do yoga. Yep. You can go on the cardio machines. Yep. You could use the uh, machines that they have there for weightlifting and just do little weight. Yep. And just just figure it out. There's no right there's move. no one way to do anything. No, there's not. There's multiple ways to get into shape. And I think that that's a big thing of like my parents' generation is you here's your job, do it for the next thirty years. Yeah. For us it's like I've had so many jobs. Well, and to <laughs> us that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because but it's like the companies didn't even take care of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> because they took care of you guys for the time, and yeah. then ten years after you retire, guess what? You need another job. Yeah. Because oh, now all the economy and everything is getting yep. fucked. Yep. You heard it here first. Number two, <laughs> this is we're gonna build unbreakable self discipline. Number two, the big enemy of success, according to motivational speaker Brian Tracy, the biggest enemy to success is the path of least resistance. Yes. If you choose what is fun and easy over what is necessary. You'll never reach the levels of uh, levels of success and happiness you are capable of achieving in your life. That resonates with me. Break out of your comfort zone. Why I moved from Omaha to Denver. Uh-huh. It was one. I just wanted Omaha is its own thing. It's one of the best, greatest places in the world. Everyone there I love. Olivers, all the best. But you get stuck in a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And then it's like this is it. You just drink a lot. We got yeah, and it was very locked into doing shows at Olivers. Every time it was easy. Every time it killed, I wasn't trying. Because yeah. once you get that comfort zone, you stop trying. Yeah. And you see that. I had a friend when he was single. He was the most motivated dude ever. He was crushing it, killing it. Then he'd get a girlfriend that and would just all just fall vanish. down. Yeah. Because that's no, where all that energy yep. goes now. And then they like a year later they break up. He's back. He's yeah. back. He's fired up. And then he gets uh, another girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's that once you're comfortable. Like mm-hmm. you, you don't have that. Like if all of your needs were met, yeah. like you wouldn't have as much motivation. Yeah. Cause a lot of my motivation now is like thinking of times where I was super broke mm-hmm. and fantasizing about eating fast food. Like that's how broke yeah. I was. Yeah. It's like, I don't ever want to be there again. Fuck no, that sucks. Yeah. Or like having to like ask my parents for money. I'm like, I don't ever want to have to be yeah. there again. Like it's, I mean, it's I love them thing. and they're there to help. But also, I'd it's a shitty just, feeling. Yeah. It's a shitty feeling because yeah. you're like, I have to ask these people. These and people. so it's keeping that, like, remembering those times where you were very uncomfortable yeah. to motivate yourself. Yeah. And yeah, like, that's towards the end of my comedy thing. I was way too comfortable. <laughs> like, it was the easiest comfort. Wasn't really trying, wasn't. Yeah. And that's when you know it's like, oh, yeah. Well, when you're out of your comfort level, you're challenged. Yeah. And if you, next time you find yourself out of your comfort level or thinking about it, just think about every other time you've been challenged. Because when you're challenged, you're out of it. Did you get better? Did you succeed? Did it make you grow? Did it help? Because chances are it did. 
Like a lot of people just have to be willing to rise to it, no matter like yeah. how how hard it is. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try to rock through these. This, there's a really good part of that last one, though. To achieve any goal you have, there are only three things that you need. A clear vision for what it is you want, yep. a plan to get there, yep. and a massive action consistently repeated over time. Yes. The first two parts are the easy part of the equation. That's just the making the plans. The 10,000 hours is where people you struggle with that. Hard work. With it. Hard work. All right. Dedication. Number three, think long term. <laughs> this is... To quote Abraham Lincoln, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Was this? If you ever wonder where you will be in 10 years from now, look at your current life. What actions are you taking to make your goals reality? How many books are you reading to grow as a person? And how many new things are you learning? Which people are you associating with? Are you putting in the effort necessary to achieve your goals today? Mm-hmm. People oftentimes think that their lives will suddenly change through some magical event in the future. But that is not the case. Nope. Your life changes only to the extent that you change. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy with your current circumstances, are you taking actions to change them? If not, you're just daydreaming. Nothing will ever change if you don't change what you do. As Aristotle noted over 2,000 years ago, we are what we repeatedly do. Yeah. Excellence, then, is not an act but a habit. Got to think about that. Got to get is. the good habits going. It is. And that's, that's something, if you really want to read get into discipline it's all about breaking bad habits yeah and and building new ones. and building new habits See, yeah with discipline is basically building a habit you don't want to look at the gym every single day if that's your goal it's like oh i have to go there so i can get this result you look at it as, as i'm going there for this because yep. it helps with this there you go building it's a habit just, out of it yep all right number four obstacles are part of success yes in life nothing worth having comes easy you have to make sacrifices in the form of time effort pain and hard work if you want to succeed there will be many setbacks, and anytime you get close to finally succeeding, there will be some more adversity testing how bad you really want it. Only after passing one more test and then another will you be able to succeed. And I think a lot of people also, and this is social media too, social media, everyone's kind of putting out their best, like, oh, my life's great, my life's great, and they're not putting out. They're not putting out the truth. And so you'll be struggling. You'll be working your ass off, and you're looking at this like no one else is. You don't see like the work everyone that goes else into is. It. Yeah. Well, see, that's why, like, for instance, when we've had like Sam and Royce here, yeah, I I try to ask them about their work, yeah, because it's like the work you guys put into that. Like yeah. everyone sees your post. Everyone sees that. Like yeah, Royce is with NWA. Everyone sees yeah. that. Uh, Sam's Dak with Ring of Honor got signed Dak. with Ring of Honor, but there. Are some of us who know the shit they've been through to also get there, or like the sacrifices they've had to make yeah. or the changes they've had to make to get what they wanted. Yeah. So if you take just one thing from this post, let it be this. Whenever you encounter failure and adversity, keep going. Success is supposed to be hard because that's what makes it so special. Yeah. I think that's something that movies and books and parents have tried to teach us forever. That Yeah. It's, you enjoy it because you had to work hard. Well, and it. think about this. If you think the job you're working now is hard because you know it is what you want is going to be harder but it's going to be worth it yep all right number five (laughs) throw a nietzsche quote in here Mm -hmm. rewrite your goals every day to maximize yourself to discipline every day it is necessary that you keep the bigger picture in mind only by remembering why you do what you do will take you to the necessary actions and follow through even if it gets hard yeah. So it's just kind of moving the goal, po- keep the goalposts moving. Yeah. As Nietzsche said, <laughs> he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. Mm-hmm. And that's tight. Yeah. You always got to have the big picture. You always got to have the why. Last one. 
decide in advance, number six, decide in advance that you will never give up. Yeah. Yeah. You have and, to. And, yeah, it's just to make sure you stay strong in the face of adversity. Make sure to resolve in advance how you will respond once it occurs. And that I think that's my big failing is because I, I will give up. Yeah. And it's from what we were talking about earlier, the gifted thing. If something's not um, – if I'm not instantly good at it, I'm like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And so it's that's part of me growing as a person is trying to learn that. If you make this commitment and never break it, you will succeed at anything you set your mind to. Yeah. Yeah. You can't Because once you tell yourself you can't quit, you're basically giving yourself the, well, I got to do it option. Yeah. Like, even if you don't succeed, you at least have to do it. And people think you have to succeed at everything just to, like, actually yeah. get experience from it. No, even if you fail in something, you get the experience from that. And we've talked about that before that you should never compare yourself to others. Others or anything else or cuz I've seen nothing. that drive people crazy. Yeah. They'll be like, "Why is this person getting all these things?" And yeah. it's like cuz they're not talking shit on the internet and they're just doing it. <laughs> yeah. They're just doing the work. They're not focused on other people's stuff, they're focused on their own thing and getting yeah. it done. So that's, you know, Let's all make a New Year's resolution right now <laughs> to be more self-disciplined in 2020. Yeah. I, I read those so fast. We still got a little bit of time. Oh, it's okay. I'm good at speed reading. I should just start reading books. On well, you said, you said you're going to breeze through these real quick, and I don't ever look at the times for these. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to let you read. And then we'll I get paranoid because I, I see 50 minutes that we've been going. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> well, we can't talk about well, We can talk about we stuff we're stoked on. We yes. can do that. But at, but oh, let's plug to, stuff. To wrap, to wrap it before we plug everything, yeah. Yeah. really, it just should be whatever it is for the well-being of you. Um, you don't have to be extreme with it. You can do it in mo- anything in moderation. Yeah. Um, but just work towards it. Like if you actually want to do it, tell yourself you're going to actually do it. Don't stop. Hold yourself accountable, which yeah. is one of the hardest things, you know. And that's for anything simple. Because if you want to make a good habit and you want to break through bad habits, you kind of got to approach yourself and if and break yourself down. If your goal is to quit something, don't do it cold turkey. Yeah, hundred percent. Unless it's like heroin or something. Don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. think weaning yourself off of heroin. If you're weaning yourself <laughs> off of heroin, Travis, chill out. Yeah, chill. Uh, but like drinking, mm-hmm. uh, uh, no, most of these things, heroin excluded, moderation's fine. Yeah, the once in a while having a good time, and yeah. it's and it's hard to step away. But like honesty, self honesty, quitting shit right. cold turkey is just gonna make you relapse. Yeah, it, it, say it's sugar. Yeah, sugar's the thing you're trying to quit. Yeah, you'll go like a month without sugar, and then all of a sudden you'll be fucking face deep. Oh, I did it <laughs> in a full birthday cake. Oh, I did it. Oh yeah, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah, and that's why. Uh, in dieting and a lot yeah a lot of those diets are bullshit because yeah. it's like completely yeah. stopping all of this cool that 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 6 to 12 week program yep. is awesome yeah but then but once you, that's gone you're right back in what it. do you do yep yeah so moderation mm-hmm. eliminating things in little steps cheat days that's the smartest do idea cheat anyone's days. ever had really do cheat days yeah. like we talked about uh in the past episode with Mr. Bruce Rogers. Yes. Uh, what you eat, how many times you eat a day, what your, you know, what, what the amounts of food you eat in a setting, all that can be, you yeah. know, adjusted. But if it's if you want to go for health where you have to diet, yeah, eat healthy, especially if you're starting out, eat healthy seventy percent of the time, then take it up to eighty yeah. percent. And if you really want to get there, ninety percent. But we're all human. Yeah. Your bodies will thank you for having that little bit of cheat because then it's yeah. much easier. To like it's 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 all in moderation. It's better to have a bag of gummy bears every so often as opposed to I'm going through this and then on my cheat day I'm gonna just go insane. Yep. 
you know, increments. So have a little bit of like it. moderation and increments. Don't make any decision that now I'm going to do bodybuilding. Plus, like I said, how we don't give stress enough credit. Yeah. If you are not psyched for it mentally, your yep. body's going to reflect it. So yep. do those little things to make your brain happy, yep. and your body will follow too, and you'll find yourself being ha- happier and healthier. There you go. Yeah. And that's all ways to be a sweeter dude in 2020. And <laughs> so going into 2020, what are we into right now? What am I into? Well, like the Mandalorian. I've been watching lots of reality TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Have you? And Nicolas Cage movies, because that's what the girl I'm dating in is. She's very into <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Hell yeah. And watching reality TV. So I've been really into that. 90 Day Fiance. Shout out. I saw your shout outs. I got shout outs from Nicole and her mother. Her mother prayed for my soul. Yeah. Wonderful gift. I was like, wow. Yeah. But that's, I've, I need, Mandalorian's tight. Mandalorian is tight. We can say that across the board. It's dope. I like it. Yeah, the new Star Wars is tight. I don't care what I'm probably gonna like it. I haven't seen it, but I'm probably gonna like it. Yeah, people just enjoy shit. Yeah, and stop bashing people who enjoy it because guess what? It can exist without your approval, and you just don't have to watch it. When I don't like something, I don't pay attention to it. When I don't like something, most of my any response would be like, "Man, I'm not really into it." Guys, (laughs) I don't like. How dare they? I don't really care for strip clubs. Yeah, but I don't bash it. Yeah. You constantly hear me say, hey, if I could show up my body for money, I would. Yeah. I don't bash it. I just don't go to strip clubs. Yeah. I'm not threatening strippers with death on yeah. the internet because I'm not into something. Fucking <laughs> you. I don't. Something's wrong. Y'all need therapy. Yeah. Y'all need help. Like, I would say this if I believed in it, but I don't. So I'll just say an old phrase. Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. And I will say this. Uh, do. Wait. No, that's not what I wanted to say. Oh, <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's yeah. a good adage to live by. Yeah. Uh, my name has been Ian Douglas Terry. Your name is Ian <laughs> No, I'm changing it. Yeah, whatever. Razzle uh, Dazzle Kid. Please feel free to uh, find us on the Project Nerd Podcast Network at project-nerd.com or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening. Yep. Um, that's all we got. And also, dudesweetcast.com. Dudesweetcast.com. You can go on there, listen to old episodes if you haven't. Yep. You can reach out to us, mm-hmm. say some cryptic weird shit. Yeah. And I will respond. <laughs> he will, specifically. In kind. In kind. Thank you for listening. Have a great New Year's. Hell yeah. 2020. Yeah. We're taking to the streets with Bernie Sanders with submachine guns and rollerblades. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.